all this talk about a girl She's supposed to change my world That's what they say, yeah, every day In every single song they play But hell I've tried and hell I've failed Every single one has been held Give it up, they ain't in love Yeah, I guess I'll just give up But here she comes She's the one She's the only one I want Here she comes She's from the Welcome everybody to our summer, our nation summer baseball tour. We've got our favorite country music star in South Jersey. Uh, now he's a baseball legend because I think the baseball career is officially retired. It wasn't last time we talked, but we're here with John Wood, John Wood Music. Going on everybody. Yeah, thanks for coming back and doing show thanks number two with us. Thanks for having me. I'm always happy to be here. Yep, always happy to have you. Let's just update the world here. Um, you're leaving for school in a couple of weeks. 23 days. Who's counting? Yeah, that's right. August 17th is the big day, right? You arrive in uh, in Nashville full time. I'll be down there full time. So if anyone, any one of you baseball dudes is in Nashville, shoot me a DM. I'll hook you guys up. Show you around. Absolutely. Now, so we talked in February right before the baseball season. So it's been probably close to six months. Yeah. Um, in that time, the excitement's just growing, right? I mean, this is a sign that you've made the right path, I would imagine, right? Yeah, it's, I've definitely proved a lot to myself uh, the past few months just with, you know, before we, uh, when I came on the podcast before, I didn't release anything. I didn't release anything yet, and I hadn't had any music out. I was just posting on Instagram and stuff, getting my name out there. And then, you know, in the time that we didn't talk um, on this podcast, the song came out, Here She Comes, and since then, it's grown a lot, so I'm super thankful. Yeah, we're seeing, you know, it's 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 crazy, right? Like like this is really happening now, you know. Um, you know, you see the the country music charts, the Americana Boulevard, Internet Radio, the AMC charts, and you know some of the names that you're right up there with in the you know chart number 24, I believe, uh, on the AMC chart, and you know you see yourself like in between like the Zach Brown band and, and, you know, Luke Combs and, you know, Miranda Lambert. And I mean, these are, this is big time. And what's what, I mean, it's gotta be surreal, you know, for somebody like you, but, but what's it, what's it like to be a top 25 uh, charting country music star? Um, it's a tough question to answer. Cause it still hasn't really hit me yet. Even though I've been on the charts since the day when, uh, when I saw you at Lenape and we met um, back in probably April. Um, yep. And it's been about three months now since I've started on the charts and still kind of hasn't hit me yet that it's real. And I see it and I'm like, nah, like that's not like, <laughs> not, that, that doesn't actually exist. That's fake. Someone's pulling my leg in. Um, I'm super thankful. I don't really have the words cause it hasn't really hit me. Um, it's just, I don't know. Every 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 time the charts update, I get an email from my label manager, or I go on the charts and check them some mornings, and I see like a jump, or I just see my name up there. I'm like, what is happening? Like the last year, I was on perfect game, looking at my ranking or whatever, just seeing so you know, how, <laughs> you know. 
Yeah, you're used to looking at rankings. It just got like miles per hour after it for, for years. Yeah. yeah, my PBR ranking or something. That's right. So, you know, to, to create something, to, to write a song, to release a song, to have it get a lot of, you know, acclaim and popularity and, and, and to, to have that sort of credential, you know, how does it feel? I mean, like what, what, you know, to, to be, you know, is it, is it just gratitude that, that the people like it? But I mean, how does it feel to have something produced that's been a success? Well, it's always, it's always gratitude. I mean, like, literally, like, I mean it when I say I can't thank everybody who listens to my music, follows me on Instagram, comes to my shows, texts me, shoots me DMs, because a lot of, like, a, I've made so many friends through baseball, and I've just met so many people through baseball. Like, some some uh, one of the one one dude just commented on my TikTok who I just played against one day at a WWBA in Atlantic City, and he just you know commented like I play play against you like super happy for you and what you're doing and like I can't really express how thankful I am for stuff like that because the baseball community as a whole is so supportive. So many dudes on my old Oilers team I'm talking to every day. One of my one of my good friends Xavier Massey Rutgers commit. Every time I post a TikTok of one of my original – shout out Xavier, by the way. Every time I post something, one of my original songs, he texts me, like, iMessage, dude, that's the one. That's it. That's the one. I'm going to be front row one day. And I'm like, dude, I love you. Um, when I signed the record deal, Caden Doolin sent me, like, the longest paragraph ever just about, like, how fired up he is that I'm doing what I want to do. And, and then the list goes on with all the Oilers dudes. They're all, they're all so supportive. But, you know, when you write a song, you – you write it in your room. I, I wrote it on my back porch. Here she comes. And I wrote it and you listen to it and you love it. And you're like, this is, this is something that I just created for the world. And it sits there. Cause I wrote it back in August of last year and it didn't come out until March. I teased it. People like were saying when it's dropping, when it's dropping the night before it comes out was March 17th. And I'm in my room, like staying until midnight. I'm on FaceTime with a couple of my friends and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope it goes okay. I hope it's even on Spotify. Like I've never done this before. I wasn't in charge of it. My label's doing it. I'm like, what if I refresh like midnight and it's not on Spotify? What if it's not on Apple Music? What am I going to do? And then it's midnight. And my friends are like, all like refreshing Spotify and YouTube. And they're like, I see it on Apple Music. And I'm like, oh, Spotify. Oh my gosh. And then the next week, me and the boys went to Disney, the mainland boys. And we're all listening to it, like tracking my streams. And like, we're like, oh my gosh, 2000 streams, like on like the like, third or fourth day or something. And it was the coolest experience in my life, just because a lot of people, a lot of artists, I feel like don't release something until they're older. I got to do it like senior year of high school, like when I was still a kid, like on a baseball team, like one minute I'm like pitching in Disney. And then I go in the dugout and I go on Spotify and I'm refreshing my streams. And I got like all my teammates over my shoulder, like, freaking out and get my hype and we're posting TikToks and it's, it was, I, I, I can't reflect on that time enough because it was something that I will never forget. Anybody give you any uh, abuse or sing it from the other dugout or anything like that during the season? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> that was, I love, so I got a lot of buddies over at prep and um, I had to throw a bullpen because I was pitching the next day after our prep game. So, or two days after I was throwing a 15 pitch bullpen like before the game and as I'm doing it, I hear the little slide guitar intro. Just here she comes, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I know Ryan Weingartner's all off right now, so he he, he threw that on there. Um, I'm trying to think, I think there was another. Oh, oh, Absigami. 
uh, Chris Sheff um, definitely orchestrated this. Who he also just filmed my uh, my video I just posted of my full band show. But Chris is a good friend of mine. He makes all my content. So he took the picture for Here She Comes. He's the man. But Gammy yeah. was doing when we were doing Aya Gammy. Um, Here She Comes played twice, and <laughs> it was it was it was hilarious. And I, yeah, that was the first time it happened. And then from then it became kind of a trend, I guess, for opposing teams. Especially when I was on the mound, I would hear like he or she, I would be the dugout, or I'd be on the mound, and I'd hear from the dugout like he or she comes, and then I'd like <laughs> on when I when I pitched on senior day, they played it. I didn't even know it was gonna happen. Kamak up in the booth threw it up, threw it up on the uh, last week or so. Yeah. First guy to first guy in South Jersey to have their uh, own song be their uh, their walkout music, right? Yeah, I guess you could say that. I, I, I think I am. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know, but it still has got to be an incredibly cool feeling, you know? Uh, it was cool. I, was, I came in in the middle of the game, and I had my whole infield, like, stand behind me. And uh, they're playing Here She Comes. And I was always in my in the, in the height of my baseball career. You can ask any of, my, any of my Oilers friends or any of my mainland teammates. I was never the most laid-back guy on the mound. I'd always be super kind of tense and, like, nervous. This was my, I knew this was my last outing of my career and they're playing Here She Comes. I'm literally on the mound, just throwing as hard as I can, singing, here she comes, she's the one, just letting it eat in the catcher's mitt. Cole Campbell's probably like, dude, what are you doing? I'm literally full on singing on the mound. And it was, that was one of the best moments of my career, I'd say, through all of it. Yeah. So what, you know, what was the baseball season like knowing that, you know, you're going through it and it's your senior year, but it's really the, also the transition from, okay, this is the end of one chapter and, and start of another one. Yeah, well, I definitely, I definitely knew it was the end. Um, but I, I got, I got three months to let it soak in, which not yeah. a lot of people, people right. usually get one game, which was, it can be tough for me. I got three months to kind of accept it and move on. Yeah. Um, just to, now I'm to the point where the other day me, Duke McCarron and our boy Jared are at the at the turf field in Ocean City long tossing because like, why not? I'm never going to stop throwing. Um, but like I got to I didn't get as many innings as I did my junior year when I was committed and was fully trained because I hadn't done I hadn't been training all offseason. Right. You were but I, I topped out 77 in my last outing of my career. Um I had a, I, my three innings. I had I think four or five strikeouts. I think um, was it, I think it might have been Wayne Hill took me deep, um, which good good on him helping helping out his stats. I threw him a fastball on the middle and he hit it about five hundred <laughs> feet left. Field. So I at least it's only fitting that I get taken deep in my last uh, my last outing of my life. <laughs> but it was no, it was yeah. it, it was an emotional last outing. I, I got you know I got back in the dugout once I got done. Um, I recorded my last out and then. My teammate since I was eight years old, Sam Wood, who is my last name sharer, a third baseman. He like walked me, walked to walk with me to the dugout. Um, some tears were shed. It was sad because he's gonna he's gonna walk on. I know it, but it was it was my last game uh, pitching. Um, so we were both a little emotional. And uh, when I got on the mound that inning, I was said to him, like, "This is it, dude. Let's go. One last ride, dude." And it was it was a really fun inning. I just I just tried to enjoy it the best I could. Definitely, yeah, I know. The summer has been incredibly busy. You're playing pretty much every night now, right? Yeah, I've been playing like five nights a week uh, this summer around South Jersey, South Jersey area. So, so this is the first 
real summer where that's been the case, you know, since, yeah. so really the question is, since we've talked to now, you feel like, you know, you love this more and this is the right thing or is yeah. it? You know? Yeah. This is something that I could, I couldn't live without doing. I feel like if someone like for some reason stopped all my shows or I even think about like, it's going to be nice to have a break. Don't get me wrong. Cause this is a, it's a job still like singing every night. And you can probably hear in my voice right now that I did sing last night. Um, but it is a job and I will enjoy my break when I get to Nashville. Cause I probably won't be playing as much, but you I can't, I can't have it taken away from me. I'll always be jamming out in my dorm if I'm not playing every night. Um, so I, it's something, it's kind of just like, like air or water, like one of those things I need to be doing. And even like, you can't keep me away from my guitar when I'm home, the days that I have shows, like my, I'm looking at my guitar right now. I'll probably finish up a songwriting as soon as I've done this, which is definitely not smart because I need to save my voice for tonight, but like, whatever. It's what you love to do. It's tough to, tough to hold back on it. Right. Yeah. And it's not like I'm it's not like I'm doing the most, uh, healthy things for my voice. I'm, I'm out screaming every day, surfing with my friends and all that on my days off. I'm definitely not taking good precautions. I do. I vote, I vocal warm up and I drink a bunch of water, but I still live, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't sit inside all day and save my voice. It's not me. No, no, you're Nashville, you know, Belmont university. You'll be rooming with Christian Yeager, another country star himself, kind of in the same position as you. Yeah. Um, little friendly competition there between the two i mean you guys obviously get along uh, actually so the song that i'm in the studio working with is a co-write with him me and him both wrote it and i'm recording it um definitely always the most supportive friendship like in the world we have um he was the one who called me when i first charted i was in gym class and i got a facetime call from him <laughs> Like you're in school, you know I'm in school. Like, what is this? So I answer, I'm like, yo, dude, like, what's going on? He's like, you're on the charts. I'm like, what? So I'm freaking out. I go, I look, check my email. Dave Moody, my label manager, sent me the email that I, I saw charted, and I was freaking out. And then I look, and I'm, he's, he's like two spots ahead of me, and I'm like, yo, you're ahead of me, dude. And he's like, yeah. Like, I'm like, there's never, there's never any competition there. Some cobweb. There's never any competition there. Um, cause he's, he's got me beat on the other chart and I'm ahead of him on one chart. So it's always like, we're right, we're right even with each other. And his song, I play it all my breaks. It goes in Anita, Anita in a haystack, Christian Yeager. Um, anytime I'm at, uh, any of my shows and I'm on a break, I plug in my phone to the speaker and I play music and I, that's always the first song I play is his just cause you know, you gotta support, gotta support your boy. Yeah. So how great is it that you're, you're starting your, your Belmont experience? with him kind of in the same position yeah. you know, uh, yeah. i'm super lucky that i met him so early because i met him in november um so i'm super lucky that like i got to get really close with him before we moved down we had like nine months to become close friends before living together and i got to meet him like in person in nashville a couple months ago so i'm super lucky because i feel like not everyone gets to be as close with their roommate as i am and not everyone has a supportive roommate like i do so i i, I wouldn't want a better roommate so Belmont University is going to have the most crazy dorm uh, party concerts then, I think, yeah. of, of, of anybody, right? Just just stop room. by your room. Potter Hall 106 is going to be going to be pretty rowdy. <laughs> now, 
one of the things that that you've talked about is is, is as being uh, you know important for you through this is the it's the songwriting process too. It's not just you're not just up there, not just a pretty voice singing somebody else's <laughs> music. You know, tell us about that process, what it means to you, and you know, obviously, it, it sounds like you know you're not just writing songs for yourself, but but there's a chance to go down to 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 Nashville and and kind of make your way into the industry by being a songwriter. Yeah, um, I love covering whiskey glasses. Trust me, I, I enjoy it. Um, and that's what I'm doing. I play probably 95% covers at all my shows because that's what pays the bills. But what I'm doing anytime I'm home, I'm never, I'm never adding to my set list. I'm never working on new songs to come out and play. It's always me writing, writing, writing. I write every single day, whether it's a song, um, just a free write. Like I'll just jot down words in my journal just to keep my brain going. Um, but songwriting, what a lot of people don't realize is a huge stepping stone in the industry. Many, many, many artists now were songwriters first, like God's Country by Blake Shelton was written by Hardy, who's now on his way in the industry. You Make It Easy by Jason Aldean is a Morgan Wallen right with Florida Georgia Line. Like it's so much. It's so fascinating to me, like how many songs are written by other artists for other artists. And I think it's like such a cool community. So that's where I want to start. I want to write a lot for other artists. Um, I don't really know, like, I don't have a song with another, written for another artist right now. Um, none of that yet. But when I get down there, I'd love to start doing that, start meeting other artists. Um, I'd like to start meeting some publishing companies and hopefully I want to get a publishing deal and, become a full-time songwriter to start. And then from there, I'll start building my artistry, I guess. And, uh, I don't know, you know, I'm still finishing out these last uh, 10 or 12 shows I got here in Jersey. So I'm kind of just taking it one day at a time. It's exciting. No, it's the craziest thing that's happened to you since, uh, since the last time we talked. Good question. Um, being front page of the press of AC is pretty big, which was just this Friday. Mm -hmm. um that is you know i've been you know i grew up in linwood the press of ac is so prevalent in my area and uh my great-grandfather uh carlos sardella was a writer for the press of atlantic city and i know he'd be proud if he could. i never got to meet him um but i've always heard a lot about him and my family always is very fond of his memory and always compares me to him for his love for music and all that stuff so i know he'd be proud for that um and it's just, it was cool getting the phone call. I literally, it all happened so fast. I got the phone call from the press of AC from Patrick. Um, he was a big baseball writer. Um, mm -hmm. I got the phone call when I was at the beach with my friends. I was, I, I was surfing and I missed the call. And then I get out of the water, like in my wetsuit and I look at my phone and I'm like, it's like, hey, this is Patrick from Press Atlantic City. Give me a call. I'm like, you got it, man. I'm not going to hesitate. I'm in my wetsuit on the phone with him doing this interview on the beach. And my friends are looking at me like, what is he saying? Like, what is he doing? And um, I just did the interview and I was super, super pumped to be featured in the, uh, in the press. Cause I was like, the last time I was in this mat, uh, in this paper was when I committed to Mount, but um, they texted me the next day and said, Hey, you're going to be front page. We need to do a photo shoot today. Meet us at the mainland field at two o'clock. I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> you got it. Like, cool. So I went over there, I did all that. I did a little video and it was just so, so cool to be front story in the press of AC. That's like always, that's been a bucket list for me. Um, just being a local kid here. 
I've always wanted for, especially for my music, I wanted to be in the press. Um, but front page was kind of a bonus for me. So that was, that was big. Not quite a bucket list question, but, but give me one thing that you hope to accomplish here in this first semester when you get down to, uh, to Nashville. So I'm playing, um, I'm already playing a writer's round my first week in town, which is basically songwriters playing original music. Um, so I'll be doing that my first week there. Um, I just hope to make a lot of friends, honestly. It's, it's a long process uh, for my goals. I just hope to make some really, really good friends. Um, just find my, find my crew down there and write with a lot of people, keep my mind open, enjoy other people's culture because it's, it's such a melting pot down there. Everyone from different areas all congregating in Nashville to write songs. So I kind of want to just like stay true to myself, still, still wear my board shorts, being from a beach town, like still, I'm not going to wear cowboy boots and come, I, I own cowboy boots, but like I didn't grow up on a dirt road. Um, <laughs> but uh, I still, I still um, want to stay true to myself and where I'm from. And I want to really like appreciate and learn other cultures from other people's writing, I guess. And I just want to, you know, get, get a, get a feel for it play some writer's rounds, write some songs, uh, good people. Want to play, play on Broadway, I'd say. Is my, if, if I feel like one goal, I want to play on Broadway in the first semester. That's, that's a good one right there. Play on Broadway. That's awesome. Man. And we got enough country road, dirt road, uh, yeah. country stars. We need more of the, the surf beach country. Yeah, music. That's, 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 that's my life. I'm not going to not write about my life. I, I, yeah, I drive a truck. I, I drive a Tacoma, but like, I'm not going down muddy dirt roads. Sometimes driving, I'm driving it down to the beach to go surfing. Yeah, I'm heading down to the beach. I gotta get some waves, dude. Like I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not a hick by any means. I'm from Linwood. I'm not from Millville, so. <laughs> good. That's good. We got. I, I appreciate, but I have, I have an appreciation for old. I have an appreciation for Skinner, for Hank Jr., for Travis Tritt, for all that, for all that good stuff. Like I was raised on country music. Yeah, that was part of my life, but like the country lifestyle, like look what I'm wearing now. No, this not nothing about what I'm wearing is country. Like, it's I not. Think you you already grasped really easy that or real quickly the most important thing in all this is to to stay authentic. Yeah, that's 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 the biggest thing in this, which is one of the things my producer is always. And he's he's more than my producer; he's my mentor. He's I've talked to you about him. He's in the industry. He's been in the industry for a long time. Um, and it's just to be yourself and have your own voice. I'm not I'm not going to go down there and put on a baseball cap and wear boots. I'm not, I'm not going to be something I'm not. I'm going to just be me and write songs that I like and I'll find my audience, whether it's 10 people or a million. I feel, I feel like people have the ability to grasp and appreciate different backgrounds as long as they know it's real. And, yep. you know, they don't want the stereotypical background if they know if people can smell fake, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If I start talking about honky tonks and, uh, you know, hunting and stuff. Uh, people are gonna sniff me out real quick when I don't know yeah. I shoot. Yeah, but no, it's uh, it's great. Obviously, you know, we love following the story. The the, the journey is is always the most fun, and yeah. uh, we love it and we uh, we appreciate it. Can't wait to see uh, see what you do down in Nashville. And yeah, I'll uh, be we'll, updating you. I say we look forward to part three of our uh, ongoing <laughs> podcast series. Part three coming soon. Part three in the dorm. We'll do a we'll do a moved into Nashville check. Yes, yes. We want we want some dorm music uh, 
highlights. We'll do it with my room. He'll be sitting right next to me in the dorm. We'll do that. That's right. That's right. We go. We go double feature next time. We get the. Uh, we get you both on. Was He played. He played baseball too. He played baseball. From out in like uh, middle PA, right? Yeah, he didn't. I don't know if he played in high school. I think he might have played his freshman year. Um, but I, he was he, he was a baseball. His music career started a little earlier than mine, but he was a baseball player. But no, we definitely look forward to meeting Christian and uh, and hearing from him and seeing what you guys do because it's exciting. Yeah, and I'll get you guys some footage of me long tossing next time. Excellent, awesome, John. Always a pleasure. Enjoy the rest. Of the, enjoy the rest of the summer. Get some waves before you go, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. I think, thanks for having me. Always happy to be here. Always. That's John Wood, our guest today. Catch him on uh, all internet music uh, and 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 go see him before he goes. We'll have his, his, got his show list up. Make sure you get out to see him before he leaves for college. That's it for today. We look forward to catching everybody soon. Have a good one.